27. 2 plus 7 is equal to 9. Welcome to another edition of Pop Coffee, The Life of Mode 9. Episode 27. Hope you guys had a splendid week. I did. Busy, busy week. So, I went on, uh, I went live a couple of moments ago and I talked to a couple of people. Not too many people. Hey, they just want people to do giveaways and say some over-the-top crazy stuff. But I don't do that. I just hit them with the realness. So you know how people hate the realness these days. But it's all good. Another edition of Popcorn. And uh, we've got a couple of topics to talk about. Olga June 11, who's based in Johannesburg, says I should talk about the song Dress Code. For the jeans, that is my dress code. That is my dress. If you watch the Batman, Batman video featuring Sugar Boy, before the Batman video ends, that song comes up. For the jeans, with my fly kicks, that is my dress code. One of those songs like. I recorded that song in 2009. Around the same time, I recorded Bad Man. Now, there was a guy called Decimon. Decimor. So he was going around saying that he's a producer. He came with beats. And he said his boy, his artist, A1, that's Sugar Boy. The guy that you guys know as Sugar Boy now. Okay, he said that's his boy. His artist is taking care of him. He makes all the beats. He used to walk around with laptops and stuff, iPhones and man, iPods and different funny stuff. He had gadget. He was the gadget man. Go go gadget. So he comes to my crib. I don't even know how I met. Okay, I think I met him through Sage. So he comes to the crib and he says, "Listen, I have beats for you, right?" So he gives me the Batman beat. I hear it and I love it. Already the lyrics on Batman, I use them on Mode Over Premiere. I think I use them on uh, Royce the Five Nights Boom. If you listen to Mode Over Premiere, you hear the lyrics of Batman. So I'd already recorded that. So when he brought Batman to me, I was like, whoa, this is nice. Who owns the beat? He said, I made the beat, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Then he brought that other beat do, 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 the dress code beat and I was like okay this is pretty cool he gave me two other beats and I was like alright so I recorded Batman and Batman was already blowing up then I recorded the dress code song now there was a guy who actually recorded on Batman that, that uh, Swagaman Dope give me some more. they called it Swagaman Dope but I, I liked the chorus and I liked the beat, but I just didn't like the name of it. Like, what the hell is Swagaman do? 
man, get the hell out of here. I'm making it bad, man. So I changed it to bad, man, and it was all good. And then one guy claimed that it was his song. And the guy, the Decimal guy, was like, no, 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 I've taken care of it. It's okay. So I was already going crazy. I was like, listen, I'm ready to let this song go. But the song was already drawing a lot of attention. It was popping. And then we shot the video of Badman. And then towards the end, I already had that uh, dress code. So I, I, uh, I just added that part to it. And people loved the song. The song was supposed to be on Da Vinci mode, right? Then all of a sudden, this guy just starts, you know, uh, we have to do this. Uh, we have to do that beat. I don't know, man. I might not be able to give you the beat. I heard him behind my back say, talk crazy. And I was putting this boy on the map. Nobody knew who A1 Sugar Boy was. You understand that bad man song put that boy on the map you know so i got pissed and this was just after the the video shoot i got so mad that i just dumped the song i trashed it i didn't even bother to revoice it on another beat i just like man no no no, no. i just trashed it so that's the story behind dress code and why it never really came out you know just because of the things that were said you know behind my back i just started hating the song i was like man get out of here i got many more songs i can you know so that's the story of bad man and uh Corey Day says uh he wants to know about the song tears of pain now tears of pain was on that same album too it was on uh, da vinci mode produced by also sensi and there's one other guy i've actually forgotten his name is a gentle quiet guy Think he does music too probably in the next episode i'll find out his name from jonah or also and then we'll give him his props because man it ain't right not to give people their props so i went to visit jonah the monarch then jonah had a studio near foster zeno's studio they were like next next door neighbors in keja somewhere around is it near awushika it was near awushika i think boom So yeah, Jonah had a studio there, right? So I just went to visit and I met also Sensi there and I met uh, that dude there, just forgotten his name. He was an artist too and a producer. So they were mucking around on Fruity Loops. I was like, hey guys, make a beat for me, man. Come on. Then also started, you know, also started it, you know, and then um, the guy started playing some chords. And then I was like, hold on, don't make it too musical, musical. I like this vibe. Then also just says, wait, um, I have an idea for the hook. So he jumps in the booth and he does the hook, Tears of Pain. And I was like, whoa. So I took it. Burnt, uh, I think burnt it on a CD and I went home and I voiced my part and I got TOD to mix it and uh, what inspired me to actually write those lyrics is because we were having a discussion about people who always go oh, I want to die, I want to die Tupac did it Biggie did it 
when I die, I often want to go to hell, you know? And then Tupac was always saying, if I die tonight, they were always talking about death. And I just felt that it was kind of like, you know, an angle. Let death be my thing. There was a rapper from Philly years ago. I don't know if he's still doing music. He should be. He's super dope. Last Emperor, the Last Emperor. He said, I don't embrace the thought of death. He said, but I don't fear it. He said that in his lyrics, you know. So I just thought that, man, all these rappers saying they want to die, they want to die. Even Nigerian rappers were saying they want to die. And I was like, man, it's just a scam, man. You get your fans, you know, committing suicide because they want to be like you. They want to die just like you. And I just decided to talk about it. It didn't take me long to write the lyrics. So that was how Tears of Pain came about. You know, it wasn't most of my best songs, right? Like it's about to get ugly, tears of pain, flawless, formidable. Most of my best songs were never forced. They were just songs I just stumbled into, like, ooh. You know? Most of my best songs, even uh, spasmodic, even the whole the whole Pentium IX. The whole Pentium IX was just me going to Jonah's place. Sometimes I have to wait for hours some boys will be doing you know sessions and I'll just get in there and just knock something off oh he'll play beats for me I'll be like yeah I want that one I already had my lyrics written and I'll just boom knock it off we got quite a short while to go I think I'm gonna extend I'm gonna extend this one Yep, that's just me extending it. Because I want to talk about one special person, actually actually two people, but really one person. You know, don't judge a book by its cover. When I was in London like 10 years ago, 11 years ago in 2010, I came for a show. My lawyer then, OJN, who actually is a musician too. He has this guitar jazz thing he has going on man it's lovely y'all need to check him out too zero b1 you need to check him out too so i was in his crib right and uh, i was recording because he put a studio in the crib we had big plans then you know i was recording you know we just did a show at cargo i was all hyped up i recorded um 10 10 10 in three days and put it out i recorded um golden eric rivera beats i got for mill shout out to mill shout out to lambo the virus you know i was on a roll then so i was just writing and you know i was in that creative zone so some guys were coming to paint the place so obi called me was like yo man some guys are coming to paint the place just let them in and let them do their thing all right okay cool two guys they knocked the door two guys one white guy and a, a jamaican guy dreadlocks jamaican guy had a british accent Hey, how you doing, mate? What's good, mate? You all right? You all right? Do you know what I mean? So it was all the, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? You all right? You get me? So, yeah, I let them do their thing. I was in the room, you know. I was trying to hype myself up. I was playing some Helter Skelter. I was playing some Helter Skelter. Papi Chulo. Helter Skelter. So, the Jamaican guy, the dreadlock guy, he just 
he just uh, stuck his head into the door. Like, Excuse me, I hope I'm not disturbing. I was like, no. He goes, is that Helter Skelter? And I was like, what? How do you know Helter Skelter? I found out that the guy was an artist. He was a member of a band some years ago. And they used to do, they used to do reggae bashment. And he was a hip hop head and he produced. So me and him became friends. So if you watch the video of um, OE Rappers, the one we shot in London, there are two guys with dreadlocks. He's the older guy with dreadlocks. Dave, aka Lion King. And in 2021, me and Lion King, you see me, I said, we are link up. You don't know. I'm going to link up with Lion King, man. So that was a short one. Short one, in it, blood? But nice and short and sweet. I'll see you next week. Chop popcorn. Salute. Sayonara. See ya. Never wanna be ya. Peace.